You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another edition of Win With Dogs here on Pet Life Radio. I am delighted to have Janice Brown on the show today. She's the founder of Tales Magazine, which is the largest pet lifestyle magazine in the U.S. Janice has started a letter-writing campaign called Letters for Pets, urging President Obama for a national Adopt-a-Shelter Pet Day by presidential proclamations. And I know that she surpassed her initial goals, so we're going to talk to her a little bit about that, as well as Tales, Inc. and Tales Magazine, her amazing magazine. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Buster, you're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition, I guarantee it. Petco, with healthy pets go. Enter the code WIN10, W-Y-N-N, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. Whether they're big, small, hairy, Whatever. You're going to need gear for your feet. And Kids Foot Locker's got all the great shoes and gear that'll get you in the game. Go to kidsfootlocker.com and enter the code AFWWD1KF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code AFWWD2KF to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at kidsfootlocker.com. And cover those funky feet. Would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another edition of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for being with me. Janice, welcome to Win with Dogs. Thank you. You're welcome. So, I see that you are into pet rescue and adoption. This is very close to my heart. Two of my three dogs right now are rescues. And you have been inspired to start a campaign urging Obama to institute a day for adopting shelter and rescue pets. How did you get inspired to do this? Well, last April, April 30th to be exact, the United States Post Office came out with the Stamps to the Rescue. That were the, yeah, it was the, the series. Every year they do social awareness stamps, and the stamps were this year. Uh, supporting adopting shelter animals and all the animals featured. The dogs and the cats came from shelters and have all since been adopted. One actually oh, passed right. away of old age. So, But when that happened, the last time that they had any kind of social awareness stamps was God, probably about 10 years ago. They did a series of spay-neuter. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they were addressing animal issues once again was very exciting. And we just you know, figured this was too great of an opportunity to let it pass without doing something. And then as we kept thinking more and more, well, you know, what do we do with stamps? Or what did we used to do with stamps? (laughs) We send letters. letters. Right. So we thought a good old-fashioned letter-writing campaign would be fun and maybe get some attention. And, of course, you know, being that it is 2011, we have also adapted it so that you can write your letter virtually online and send an email as well. But yeah, so it was just amazing. You know, we So we you had up- initially a hundred thousand was your goal, then you went to two hundred thousand. Right. Where are you at now with the letters? Um, we are at about three hundred and I think like three fifty, maybe three sixty. Which I did I earlier. Check. Oh, thank you. <laughs> which all you listening, um, I have a link on my Facebook account and you can go to lettersforpets.com and hopefully send your own letter. But um, yeah, I think this is a great, great idea. I mean, rescue adoption is pretty important, very important. There are Mm -hmm. so many animals out there needing adoption. And, you know, what do you say to people who are like, well, you know, I want to breed and I I want a specific breed, so I can't adopt or I can't can't do that. I mean, is that... No, when I started the magazine back in 2000, that was really one of the main inspirations for me was I'd be at the dog park and see all of these, you know, adorable dogs that people paid a ton of money for to be shipped in from all over the country and out of the country. And they had no intention of showing their dog or, you know, even, uh, you know, what the lineage was. They just wanted right. that breed and didn't realize that there were so many other places. And so educating people on breed rescue is one of um, my favorite things to do. And since day one, I mean, in every single, we do local publications in 10 different cities as well as our website. And in every local market, we list all the breed rescue groups that is, you know, in the surrounding area for that city. Which there are for every breed. I've had three Scottish Mm -hmm. Terriers from scottyrescue.com. So on your website, which is your online edition, I guess, of your magazine, maybe? Yeah, and more, yeah. Yeah. And more. It's talesinc.com if you want to go on. So if someone's interested in getting a breed, there is a, they can click on the website and find out 
where to get one. So your proclamation, you're saying shelter and rescue, it really doesn't matter if it comes from the local shelter or the side of the road like one of mine did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but, a lot of times the animals end up finding us, don't they? Yeah, they're like, so, get me yeah. out of here. <laughs> so, I mean, right. how many animals, I mean, there's millions of animals, aren't there, that are available for adoption that, I mean, so yeah. many of them are getting slaughtered too. You know, yeah, I mean, that's really the, the whole point is that I think, you know, when I started the publication, it was really focused on awareness and education that would, you know, inspire somebody to take some action. And I, I think that if people understand that these animals are not in shelters because they're bad or that they were, you know, you know, doing something destructive, you know, I, I think it's the top 10 or maybe, you know, top nine reasons why animals are returned to shelters it has everything to do with the person and not the pet, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. I'm moving, I got a new job, my landlord, my daughter's allergic, I'm pregnant, you know, all these things that people think are reasons, you know, or excuses not to keep a part of the family, a member of the family. Um, right. And so it really is educating people about, like you said, I mean, if you want a specific breed, that's great. I mean, there's even puppies. People say, I only want a puppy, so I can't go to a shelter. I mean, we got two dogs that were eight weeks old when we took them home from the shelter. Yeah. And, you know, so it really is just a matter of getting the word out and letting people know. And so not only is it the day, is it, you know, the accomplishment of getting the proclamation, but then it's what do we do every year on this day and how do we create more awareness and celebrate those animals and, you know, get the word out that, that these animals really need homes and, you know, encourage people not to shop at a pet store because most Mm -hmm. of those animals, despite what the person in the pet store says, you know, there's no, we're not against breeding at all. If you feel like you need to go to a breeder, that's fine. Make sure you visit the breeder. Go to a reputable breeder, not someone who has dogs stacked up on cages that never walk around. <laughs> That's not right. the well, definition and, yeah, of a good breeder. <laughs> right. And any breeder who really does care about the lineage and the line of the dogs and their health and what's going to happen, they're not going to just send their dog to a pet store to have a, an employee who may or may not know you know, a lot about right. that particular breed or dogs in general, you know, just, you know, send it home with just anybody. They really, you have to fill out a lot of, you know, how high is the fence and what are you going to feed the dog? And you have to promise if anything happens, you'll bring the dog back and, you know, all of those things. So it's just a matter, like I said, I think of educating people and then people will make different choices. Yeah. And I mean, I, uh, on the breeder note, I've had two labs and my current Scotty, and they are bred dogs, and but it was like they only had litters, you know, once every few years, and maybe like they breed the dog twice. It's you know, it wasn't like right. a mill, as they say, which is yeah. I think I hope that more people will become aware. It's so right. hard to watch though when you look at some of the videos of what's going on out there. Gosh, yeah. it's yeah. just terrible. But at least there are images now, and and you know, as hard as it is to see. You know, people are documenting more things and and we can start to trace exactly where these puppies are coming from and hopefully make a difference. So, yeah. And then, you know, having places like Pet Finder where you can put them on once you do find them, which I saw that Betsy Saul is supporting your Letters for Pets campaign. That's another great, great, great website for sure. So, have you always been involved and interested in bringing animal awareness to communities? I know, tell me how you started doing all that. Because you started in 2000, your first issue, but was that your mm-hmm. first foray um, into this? <laughs> well, you know, I was one of those kids that was 
dressing up um, my dog in overalls. <laughs> you know, thought that yeah. I wanted to be a veterinarian until I realized that you know you had to deal with sick animals as well, and and you know not just play with them. Not to mention all the the science and biology that you need. That was definitely not for me. But yeah, I mean, I think that what what really happened is you know back in 2000 we had two cats. We got our first dog. We rescued Luna, who was a white shepherd mix from the Anti-Cruelty Society in Chicago. And it just changed my whole life, you know, going to the dog park and talking to people. And it was kind of like this, as cool as I thought I was with my two cats, you know, and I love <laughs> obviously all pets. It was like I this underground it. world of dog people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dogs do so many more things than, than cats do. They just the- want to be involved in our lives. They want yeah. to fit in <laughs> to exactly. what we're doing. <laughs> right. Listen, anyone that's excited when I come back from like taking the garbage out, you know, two seconds later, that's that's fine with me. I mean, totally. <laughs> I feel very loved. Totally. So, yeah, I mean, and then what happened was, you know, so we rescued Luna and then my husband was playing softball in the city in Chicago and found this little really skinny black lab. And so we took him in and we actually took him to a shelter and, and they said, well, we can take the dog, but we can't guarantee that we're not going to euthanize him. And I'm like, well, I can't leave a dog here knowing that he might get killed, you know. So we took the dog home and took care of him. And it took me, I don't know, I I was in sales at the time. So luckily I had kind of a flexible schedule. But I mean, I want to say like almost two weeks to actually find somebody who would take this dog. And it was like constant calling. And, you know, it sounds funny now, but back in 2000, you know, it wasn't like everybody was online or you could just hop on Facebook and make a plea for this dog. It really was a lot of just, you know, leaving messages and calling back and we'll try this person and try this person. And I couldn't believe I was in Chicago. I mean, here I am in like the third largest city and we didn't have a place that had any resources for people. And I was definitely not a normal, you know, pet person who, you know, most people I think probably would have just taken the dog to the shelter and said, well, you know, I helped and, and did what I could. I just, couldn't be okay with that. And so after this whole experience, and then, like I said, kind of going to the dog park and hearing, and it was very political time also, which also sounds a little funny considering how many dog parks and things we have, but we only had maybe two or three dog parks in Chicago and we were trying Uh to get a dog beach. And there was a whole political thing with the birders who were worried about the migrating birds, the dogs were going to scare them. And we had some prairie grass on the beach and it just became this like giant debate. So I started going to a lot of <laughs> meetings and city council and, you know, things like that. And it was so interesting. And, and before you knew the- it, you're doing this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just, you know, there was so much kind of miscommunication with mm-hmm. at the dog park or, or people that I talked to and then the actual information that I said, I don't know, I just, I wanted to do something. And so, yeah, I started the magazine to really be a and resource. people really, I mean, obviously there was a huge need for it because you started in Chicago and now you're in ha- like over 10 cities or something like that. Yeah, people really responded very well and it became kind of a, a central voice for exchanging information and for getting, you know, like I said, educating people on different, you know, issues that were going on locally and nationally. And now that we have all the different markets, you know, we've had like Ellen DeGeneres, who actually we teamed up with Halo. They gave away, they donated 100,000 meals through another organization. Yeah, that's a great food. I hadn't, I'm a freak about pet nutrition. That's like the main thing I talk about Everyone who listens knows I'm freaked mm-hmm. about it. I had That's no idea great. that Ellen DeGeneres was, that was her pet food. I don't know where, yeah. but I didn't know. But that's a really good pet food. So they 
got in on board and have been donating mm-hmm. to different shelters. Yeah, yeah. well, they do. When the stamps came out, they declared a million meals. They were going to donate a one million meals for up to a million stamps, you know, that got sold. And I'm pretty sure they, you know, went through that no problem. And then, uh, you know, they designated a hundred thousand meals for the letters, and obviously we surpassed that. Yeah, and they're just just a really a really great company. And so Ellen, you know, does so much for animals, and she was instrumental in a lot of the factory farming issues and working with Wayne Paselli from HSUS. And you know, so we're able to connect with people like that. We've had Rachel Ray interview. She gives all of her profits from her food as well, you know, to animal organizations, and she's a huge pit bull advocate. And so, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of local publications aren't going to be able to kind of have access to some of the bigger names. And so that's one of the benefits too, is that we can do some fun things and do some bigger things, but still have that local conversation with the communities. And we're really dialed into what happens in each market and each city. Yeah. So, Cause it is, like you said, it's an underground dog world in each city for mm-hmm. sure. And right. we have to take a quick break, but I want to talk about that. Each city's kind of little situation. They're sitch, as I would say. So hang tight, everyone. Don't go away. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash win, W-Y-N-N, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. I play tennis because I love to, but inside, I want to win. Take away the court, the net, I might not be a player, but I'll always be a competitor. Lady Foot Locker understands that. Lady Foot Locker, the first to carry Adidas off-court shoes and the gear that goes with them. If you play your best, there's no regret. Lady Foot Locker, one place, every woman. Go to LadyFootLocker.com and enter the code AFPLR1LF to get 10% off any order of $50 or more. Or enter the code AFPLR2LF to get 15% off any order of $75 or more at LadyFootLocker.com. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one-carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14-carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ICE.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns, and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ICE.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. Or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at Diamond.com. ICE.com or Diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. 
When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win With Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Thanks for hanging in there. We're back. And Janice, we were talking about all of the different communities of dogs and how you're trying to just have a one huge place where everyone could go no matter where you are but there's tons of dog communities and dog cities and I actually had an idea I wanted to I wrote a book actually more on pet health but I wanted to write a book on just how friendly is each pet city and I have to is each city for pets and I have to say Chicago's a pretty rockin' dog city mm-hmm. with all your dog parks and all that I mean online for example you have the virtual dog park and you have it for Boston, Chicago, Indianapolis, L.A., I'm reading on TalesInc.com, Louisville, New Jersey, New York, Philadelphia, Phoenix, St. Louis, and the Twin Cities. All the dog parks listed on there? You just scroll yep. on? Yeah, when you, when you scroll down, you can, it says Get Local, and then you can go to your own city and find out information. And, yeah, and not only Chicago, just to toot our own horn a little bit, I mean, not only are we dog-friendly, <laughs> but the, the animal laws, Illinois is one of the most animal-friendly or I should say, you know, protects the animals. You know, we're one of the leaders in that, which is which is really. And great. I have to say that it is all of the grassroots work that everyone's doing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. What do we still need to do? Like, for instance, I'm in Nashville, and we have a great dog community. But do you have any tips on stuff that people in each community can do to kind of get the ball rolling in pet awareness and dog? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think probably one of the easiest things to do is just really talking about adoption. You know, that that's what was so, you know, frustrating and interesting to me at the same time when I would meet people at the dog parks. I mean, we're talking about, you know, college educated, yeah. own their own home, you know, make a, a high income and would most likely want to do the right thing or want to help. They just did not know. I mean, there's still people yeah. today that don't realize that if you go to a pet store that you're supporting a puppy mill. And they would, if you ask them, you know, in a million years, do you want to support this? They'd say no, but they don't make the connection. So, you know, it, even right. I, it's kind of like, like us with food. It's like, wait, going to McDonald's is bad for me, but they're selling <laughs> it to me and they say it's food. <laughs> right. Right. No. Personal yeah, accountability. <laughs> exactly. So even just something as simple as, you know, the next dinner party you're at, you know, you hear someone that's going to get a dog and say, oh, you know, have you thought about the shelter? Or did you know that 25% of all of the animals that go into shelters are purebreds or, you know, wow, anything 25%? like that? Wow, 25%? Yeah. Yeah, because well, you think about, I mean, 
you know, there's certain times of year too, after the holidays or just, um, you know, yeah. this spring, every, there's so many people going to take home a puppy and then they're going to realize the puppy's chewing my couch or I don't have time or this wasn't a good idea or my, you know, seven-year-old son told me he was going to take care of the dog, but he's really not because he's seven, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, so all those different reasons. And again, it has very, very little to do almost ever with the animal and they end up in the shelters because of the people. And then the longer they stay in the shelters, then, of course, the worse it is because they're not getting socialized. Right. You know, they're scared. There's a lot of stress and their hormones go crazy. And That's another you know, really good thing to bring up. I mean, if you want to get involved, people out there, it's like just go to a shelter and walk the dogs and pet the dogs and visit right. with them. You know, yeah. give them some friend time right. because right. that's super, super important. You know, and if you're going to adopt... It's like you have to definitely do the homework and mm-hmm. get the right breed for your lifestyle, but that doesn't seem that difficult to me either. You know, well, and you should do that anyway. I mean, you're making a right. lifelong, well, or, I mean, a lifelong commitment for that pet, hopefully. And so, even if you're going to go to a breeder, you, you know, I would still advise anyone to do their homework and, and make sure you understand that. You know, if you're going to take home a Jack Russell, I just met somebody who had a Jack Russell and a Beagle mix. And oh no! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Good luck. We have, we have a hound spaniel mix. Hey, well. uh, he is just I mean, like the, he's right. so awesome. And then for those of you who don't know anything about Scottish terriers, don't get a Scotty unless you don't want the toughest guy on the block living in your house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's true. Yeah, you can right. definitely. So you you are big on adoption, which I am too. What do you think is your vision if? You know, you get this passed. How do you think that's going to impact? It could go crazy. Now, yeah, but we hope we go. We hope so. But I mean, I think you know, kind of even going back from you know Obama's speech when you know the night that he accepted uh, when he won the presidency, that he made that whole comment to his kids about you know adopting a like me, and then you know, listen, I you know people can say what they want. I mean, no, he did not go to a shelter and adopt, but when you're in that situation and you get a dog from, you know, Senator Kennedy, it's kind of like, what are you going to do? (laughs) And the dog theoretically, you know, was kind of a, you know, who knows what would have happened to the dog. So, you know, I mean, I think some people think he really has a lot of redeeming to do, if you will, um, in supporting rescue and adoption and and that. So I think that would be a huge first step is that he could obviously address that. But, you know, like I said, it's kind of like, what we do on that day, I mean, from having adopted thons to, you know, just all the different shelters, but I think it's the kind of thing that hopefully, you know, CNN and MSNBC and, you know, that major networks would pick up. And even if they just say for three seconds, you know, it's adopt a shelter pet day, somebody may hear that and then see an event mm-hmm. locally or go, you know, it's it just, to me, it's all about the education because the I believe that. And then the action. Yeah. And then bam. Yeah. And, I think everybody wants to make a difference and some people have, you know, more money, less time, more time, less money, whatever it is, you know, there's tiny things you can do from, you know, saving old towels and bringing them to shelters or Mm -hmm. dropping off. I mean, people don't think about like picking up a $20 gift card to like an office supply store is big for a shelter. You know, they have to buy ink and computer, you know, so you don't think about all of the different things and there might be, you know, a person might have access to different resources and it all just comes down to how we can help in our own way whether it is i mean going online and making a commitment to sign one petition a day for something or 
you know, I don't know, writing a letter to the editor for doing, you know, as, as far as you want, even like you said, going to a shelter. Um, there's a story that we're about to publish in the May issue in our New York edition for our local hero. And there's a group of women. And I mean, there's some staff in my office that like cry every time they start talking about it. But these women go to shelters and they visit the dogs that are on the euthanasia list. Um, oh, and I don't gosh. even, truthfully, I don't even like to call it euthanasia because let's face it, no, you know, we're killing not. the dogs for lack of yeah. space, but they go and they visit the dogs the day before they're going to die and give them their last walk and their last, you know, it, it's just, oh it's so God, touching. that breaks my heart. I know. And it's like how these women are able to do that and generate the love and compassion for these animals. I mean, they are, that's why we have our local heroes. I mean, I just got the chills. It's like... <laughs> You know, when you think yeah, about what that totally. takes and how much animals, you know, impact our lives, it's really amazing. So there's so many ways that people can, can make a difference. Um, Absolutely. And that's, and that's what I it's mean, all about. we have to start treating, you know, our animals better. I mean, for sure. It's just a sad statement on where our perspective is, you know. But, yeah, I mean, educating is great. Most people that I talk with about their pet's nutrition it's like what are you feeding your dog well just I got it at the vet you know it's like well have you read the ingredients you know they don't know but when you enlighten them it's like oh Mm -hmm. of course of course I want to do this so yeah that's awesome so I want to talk before we go a little bit about Tales Inc. and your Tales magazine is it a free magazine still why did you why did you choose to have it free and not you know when I started the magazine um I wanted it to be free and I made a commitment that it would always be free because, you know, the people that I wanted to reach, certainly, I mean, we have a a huge variety of, you know, pet lovers that pick it up, but I really was focused on the people whose pets were not their hobby, but they were part of the family. So they may not be at an agility trial every weekend or at a dog show or even interested enough to go to like a meet the breeds or, you know, something like that. They just, they were had a pet and they, you know, spent money on their pet and loved their pet and treated them well. But, uh, you know, and I, I felt that they weren't going to be, and, and I don't think they necessarily are seeking out anything pet related to read, but the same way, I mean, I have four human kids and I don't subscribe to a national parenting magazine because I don't have time. <laughs> and I, right. I, I don't necessarily need like another article on, you know, how to put your baby to bed. And, but yeah. I pick up our local parenting magazine, Chicago Parent, every single month because it's relevant to me. I need to know the camp guide and the ballet classes yeah. and, you know, I use it. And so that's who we are for people with pets in the cities that we're in. You know, we list all the pet events. Everything we do for the nonprofits is free. So we mm-hmm. list their shelter information, their, you know, their events, their dog walks, their fundraisers, you know, everything. And we list all the emergency groups, you know, anything that you need to get involved. So I just, I always want to be free because I think people are going to pick us up and find something out that they may not have learned any other way. What a cool thing. You started in 2000 with just, you know, the dinky little magazine and now you're yeah. up to like over 600,000 Magazines, what, every time, every publication period? I mean, how has the medium changed? Now you have to do internet stuff. You probably have to have glossy pages. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we have a glossy cover, but, you know, I mean, it's just, it's so fun. It's interesting. I think that when I started the magazine, I mean, animals and, and pets and, you know, rescue and adoption, that was all, I mean, I was so passionate and I still am, but I've even more so become passionate about, or in addition to, about local, you know, and that's, really kind of the trend. I mean, the power of community to me and what I've seen happen 
And now yeah. let's face it, everybody, even during when the uh, economy was bad, it was like, you know, buy local, shop local, farmer's market, support local. Yeah. And to me, that's what's really cool is that, you know, we can support, you know, local advertisers and we're completely supported by our advertisers. So we put in the magazine, you know, support the people who support us and we yeah. want all of our readers and our audience to patronize those businesses. And, you know, so we can be a good place for local groomers and daycare and all those, you know, yeah. businesses. And we can also have a vehicle for national advertisers to, you know, speak to local communities and to put money and get behind the local, you yeah, know, issues really and local cool. events. That's, yeah, so, that's really cool. Yeah. So it's been, you know, it, and just learning about, like you were saying, all the different nuances and, um, you know, we have a ton of street boxes in New York. And when we went to LA, they were like laughing, you know, well, you can't have a street box. No one walks in LA, you know, <laughs> you have to see all the retailers. <laughs> right. and so even just little things like that and learning about the communities. And I mean, it's just, it's a place where too, I mean, our local heroes are anywhere from just regular everyday, maybe it's an outstanding volunteer who for 10 years has been, you know, every two weeks or every, you know, day comes and does something or it's just recognizing how everybody contributes to the overall picture and that, and you know, it's a one great, person it, makes yeah, a difference. It's true. And it's a great community motivator, which I mean, just like you were talking about all the organic farming and that whole mm-hmm. community movement, obviously that makes, you know, some noise because if anyone's read the new food and safety act of, they would know that <laughs> they're paying attention to the organic people right. now. So ho- I wonder how many letters it would take. Do you have you done any research on that? Like how many letters it takes before Obama's people, you know, start listening, looking? Yeah, we just say we're going to keep going until <laughs> we don't yeah. know what that number is, but we're going to keep going. Um, and we do think that we're going to get some news hopefully soon. So maybe we can talk again. I'll have some really good news. But we are, you know, doing our best to work with them. And um, I've never worked with the White House before, so it's a completely new thing for me. But, you know, we're hoping that in in these, especially crazy, crazy times lately, that, you know, this is a good kind of bipartisan issue that really does cross the the party lines. And, I mean, everybody understands what it's like to to love a pet and to have them be part of the family. And And I don't think anybody could argue. No. Yeah. No, shelter animals were the best. I mean, all the shelter dogs I've had are, they're the best. And I don't know if it's, they somehow maybe know that they've been given another chance or they've found Mm -hmm. someone who really loves and appreciates them, but they've actually been, dare I say, a little better behaved than my (laughs) (laughs) non-rescue dogs. Well, I'm sure you will be able to handle anything that comes your way considering where you're at now. So Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you. We hope it blows up, like you said. I do too. (laughs) And if anyone who is listening wants to take part in this and spread the word, you can go to lettersforpets.com or you can check out Janice's other website, talesinc.com. Am I missing any websites? No, and if you go to to talesinc.com, there's also a link um, on the homepage. You can just click right through. Great. Either way, yeah, right. you can send, you can send, you can, uh, you know, do an email online, but what's even better if for any of your motivated listeners, you know, we also have a sample letter on there and you can download a PDF and we've had people who told us, you know, they printed 50 out and took them to their church or their Girl Scout group or their local farmer's market and just sat there and had people sign them and send them. So yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So anyway, you want to get involved, I mean, this is kind of our final push, April 30th is 
coming up fast, and uh, we've been told the White House can turn things around in about 48 hours, so we're hoping they don't call us. I mean, I'll be happy if they call us at any time, but we're hoping yeah. they give us a little a little bit of prep time, but if not, you know, we'll work with it. <laughs> you won't, if not, you won't be getting much sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, thank you once again, Janice, and yeah, I'd love to check back with you and just see where you're at, and hopefully, yeah. listeners, you are motivated to take action it starts with intention, but it is nothing without action. So get out there and do your part. Thanks for listening. Remember, all the links will be on the website. If any of you want to check in, just go to PetLifeRadio.com, Win With Dogs. Janice, thank you once again. Thank and you so much. It's been a pleasure. Day. You're welcome. You're welcome. We will talk soon, I hope. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great day. Remember to get out there and win with dogs. See ya. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs. <laughs>